to Chocolate Cocaine, the erotic bedtime series for adults. I am your narrator, Karma Eve. You can also check out the Chocolate Cocaine blog at chocolate-cocaine.com. That's chocolate-cocaine.com. That's where you can get sexy and sensual interviews, black erotic history, and more. Tonight's story is part four of the king and his search. After the king dressed in a freshly tailored outfit, he greeted the enthusiastic ladies as they walked in, and this time he quickly dismissed those he did not want to see for lunch. No to her, her, and her. He pointed to different women. They had barely made it into the castle when they were immediately ushered out by powerful guards and unyielding servants. Finally, getting his brood of beautiful women down to a small, lovely herd, he invited his female guests to a lunch fit for, well, fit for a king. The royal band played music pleasing to the castle guests. Laughter echoed throughout the dining area and the seductive women began to make their move for what they believed was theirs, the king and the title, Queen of Ecstasia. Demonstrating their sensual talents, each beauty brought her best to please the handsome and almighty king. He saw dancing, fire twirling, juggling, heard sexy poems, and more all while each woman seductively disrobed, revealing her alluring and titillating body. After their lunch and showcase of talents, the king pulled out his royal penis and blessed each passion-filled maiden. At the end of his sexual trice with each one, he became more and more disappointed. Lying back and looking at all the lovely ladies, he rang for his servant, George. Uh, your majesty, did you find your queen? George asked, entering the dining hall, stepping over sleeping ladies who were worn out from the king's love. <sighs> no, I'm beginning to think I never will. Every woman had a special something about her, but not exactly what I, the king of Ecstasia, needs. I will not rest until I find the right woman for me to help me rule my wealthy land, he exclaimed while standing naked in front of a window looking out over the countryside. She has to be out here, somewhere, and I will find her. Turning to face his servant, he told him, George, you have one more chance. Find me someone who I can make my queen, or I will find someone to replace you who can get the job done. The king's lip curled in an ugly snarl as he spoke. After quickly getting the eliminated and once again rejected group of women out of the castle, George decided to do a last-minute search of the nearby towns and villages and to make it back before the king had his supper. He searched high and low in the neighboring towns. The women had already been seen and turned away or were either too fat or too skinny. Some were just too old or not old enough. And there were some who were just 
plain ugly. Just as he decided to turn around and head back to the castle, empty-handed and heavy-hearted, he saw a house that he hadn't noticed before behind tall, sturdy trees. This house was located on the edge of town, right outside of Ecstasia. He had been past this area a million times, if not more, and can't recall seeing this house before. Dismounting and tying his horse to a nearby tree, George decided to see who lived at the home. As he approached the door, he could hear a beautiful song being sung. The person singing it made the melody sound like only an angel from heaven would have such a beautiful joy voice. Gently, he rapped on the door. The door opened, and there stood the most divine woman he had ever seen. Her smooth, dark skin was like the finest of cocoa beans. Her eyes were a deep, splendid brown, and her coal-black locks hung gently on her shoulders. When she smiled, her teeth were as white as pearls. Hello, she said with a warming tone. Uh, pardon me, ma'am. The servant stammered, still in disbelief at the beauty that stood before him. Uh, have you been to see the king? He was hoping she wasn't one that was turned away. Of course he would have easily remembered her. The king? Why would I have been to see the king? She asked, a tad confused. Oh, you haven't heard? The king has put a call out to all beautiful ladies near and far, for he is seeking his queen. No, I have not heard that news. Is that why there have been so many strangers traveling back and forth into Ecstasia? She asked, looking behind him as if to see travelers passing by as they spoke. Yes, yes. Would you happen to be interested in trying to be the queen? He asked, hoping she'd say yes. She gave a little laugh. <laughs> I don't think I'm queen material. She looked down at her ragged dress and well-worn shoes. I'm sure there are many other ladies that fit his standards. Thank you for asking, but I have to get back to work. She attempted to close her door. Quickly, George stuck his hand out to stop her from closing the door. He remembered she may be his last chance if he wanted to keep his head attached to the rest of his body. Please, I'm the king's loyal servant, and I'm pretty sure he will want to see you. Won't you at least try? He said, begging with his eyes. The beautiful woman stood there for a moment and thought about the offer. Well, I have always wanted to see the royal castle, and to be able to meet the king would be grand. I guess I could try, she exclaimed excitedly at her decision. George clapped with glee that she was going to try her hand at being the queen of Ecstasia. He pointed behind him. My horse is right behind those trees. I can take you to the king now. She began to get nervous. I can't go to the king like this. I need to freshen up and do something with my hair. And he cut her off. Trust me, my beauty. You will be well taken care of upon your arrival at the king's castle. I assure you, he stated calmly and with a smile. 
With that said, the beautiful woman locked up her house and went immediately with the servant back to the king's castle. When the maiden and the servant arrived at the castle, the servant had a member of the staff take her to a guest room and have her dressed and ready for the king. In the meantime, he went to find the king, who he found sulking in his room. He knocked on the king's door. Come in, the king bellowed through the heavy wooden door. Your Majesty, I have come to tell you of a lovely maiden that I have found, and I think you will be pleased, he announced as he walked into the king's bedroom. The king looked at him with a cautious eye. Tell me more, he said, sitting up with one elbow and facing his servant. Uh, Your Majesty, she is more beautiful than all of the maidens before. She seems to have been blessed with an angelic anointing outside and within. She uh, has strong luscious locks that swing when she walks and eyes that dance when she smiles. I I found her right outside of ecstasy on the edge of town in a little cottage. I'm having the maids prepare her for you now. Wonderful, the king's eyes lit up. If she is as beautiful as you say she is, Make sure she gets bathed in the best of oils and she's dressed in the finest of fabrics. As a matter of fact, have the five tailors make her something special and unique. Have her ready by supper and she and I will feast alone. He smiled to himself. Yes, I will make sure she gets the best treatment while here. George went to leave the room and suddenly stopped in his tracks when the king spoke. And George... If she is not the one, I will see your neck on the blade come morning, he reminded the servant. George took a deep gulp. Yes, your majesty. He quickly left the room. At supper time, the dining room was immaculate. A fire was burning in the large fireplace. The royal musicians were softly playing music. Candles were lit all around and The chefs filled the table with a variety of meats, cheeses, fruits, and wine. Of course, nothing but the best for the king and his guests. George saw to it personally. The king marched in and sat at the head of his table. Where is she? He asked George. She'll be in soon, your majesty, very soon, he replied with a bit of nervousness in his voice. Knowing this was his very last chance, He wanted to make sure everything was perfect for tonight. He made sure the lovely maiden was treated like she was already the queen of ecstasia. The five tailors worked together with a beautiful, soft, see-through fabric that would greatly impress the king. After a few more minutes of suspenseful waiting, she finally appeared in the doorway of the dining hall. The king almost choked on his wine when he saw her. He sat silent, enthralled by her beauty. The servant watched without saying a word, praying his union was a perfect match. Good evening, your majesty. Her voice wafted through the air ever so gently to the king's ear. This was the first time George had ever seen the king speechless. He smiled to himself knowing that he had presented finally the right one to the king. Clearing his throat, he finally spoke. Uh, welcome, dear. Come in and tell me who you are. 
The king motioned for her to come closer and sit next to him at the table. The maiden nervously walked toward the king, her turquoise gown with golden trim flowing in the breeze. Her locks were pinned up and adorned with sparkling golden jewels. Taking her seat next to the king, he took in a deep breath, letting her natural scent and the oil she bathed in tease his nostrils. My name is Patience, she spoke softly. He repeated her name, letting it roll around on his tongue several times before looking into her deep-set brown eyes. You have eyes that are like pools of chocolate, he told her, mesmerized by her beauty. Taking her dainty hand in his, he pressed his cool lips on top of it, closing his eyes as he did so. It's a pleasure to have you here, he told her. It's an honor to be here she replied with a soft smile. The servant used that as his cue to leave the king and patience alone, praying that after tonight, his life would be spared. He would give them time to eat and get to know one another better, and he'd check on them later. Later, out by the garden, the servant found the king and patience chatting and laughing. Approaching them with a plan, he wanted to get them moving along to what the king was really looking for, especially since he was the true expert. Uh, excuse me, your majesty, would you and your lovely guests like to retire to your suite for the evening? I, I can have wine and dessert sent up right away. That would be wonderful, George, the king said, eyeing his beautiful guest. You don't mind, do you? He asked Patience with a sexy smile. No, not at all. I'm delighted to be able to spend quality time with you. She smiled, resting her hand ever so gently on his. George, bring all we'll need up for the rest of the night to my room, right away, he barked. He then placed his large royal hand on the small of Patience's back and guided her back inside the castle to his bedroom. You can find me on Instagram at I am Karma Eve, Facebook at Karma Eve Erotic Queen, or check out the blog at chocolate-cocaine.com. Thank you for listening. Good night.